The following program is paid for and presented by Tony Mart Presents. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. The following program is pre-recorded. Hey, how's everybody doing out there? Welcome to Tony Mart Presents Music, Food, Fun, Travel, and Community Professionals live here on WPG 1450 AM, 95.5 FM, and TonyMart.com. Actually, I just lied. This one's pre-recorded because um, as you hear this, we are heading to the cruise port in San Diego to get on the legendary Rhythm and Blues Cruise, one of the original and greatest of all the music-themed cruises, really one of the originals. Now there's so many. And at the beginning, the ultimate Rhythm and Blues Cruise was so great and nancy and i were on it in the 90s 94 i think it was and uh, of course uh music themed cruising has exploded since then but uh we're very very grateful to uh roger neighbor and his entire crew and uh all the people especially taj mahal who's been the spiritual leader of that cruise and it's very relevant to what we do at Mardi Gras AC, at the award-winning Atlantic Care concerts on the beach, um, the stuff we're going to be doing at the point, all the additional Tony Mart presents more and more in 24 is really our motto because we have so many different offers and opportunities. But a lot of it is rooted in the legendary Rhythm and Blues Cruise. And we are going to be... um, uh, talking with one of the stars for a long time, one of the greatest producers in Studio City, uh, California, the great Tony Bronigal from the Phantom Blues Band, who has won Grammy after Grammy and so many blues music awards. He's got to keep building shelves for him, uh, one of the most noted. We're also going to be talking to South Jersey's own Don Collins, who's a member of the Beach Concert Committee and a dear friend for years, who is here in Tucson, Arizona, and Heather Little Mama Hardy. Some of you know her, the absolutely sensational, compelling uh, blues, rock, funk violinist. And, of course, out here she plays a lot of um, country and swing and just a tremendous talent, a fabulous vocalist. She is a virgin on the Blues Cruise, and we're going to be having a good time talking about that later. But first, I want to mention again that, uh, well, Heather just did a fabulous show, uh, More Violin, uh, which showed her, showed her virtuosity all the way from Irish. Uh, she did everything from Irish reels to Mahavishnu Orchestra, It's a Beautiful Day, uh, Kansas, Dust in the Wind. I mean, just an incredible, she is an immense talent, and she is going to be on the Blues Cruise with us, but she's also going to be prevalent in South Jersey next summer. Um, Also here in Tucson, Sugar Ray Rayford, this Saturday at the Southern Arizona Blues and Heritage Festival. 
Sugar Ray Rayford will be headlining. And uh, this is a really important one for everybody back in Jersey because he is on the radar screen. Hopefully we will have him on the beach in Summers Point and it will be magnificent. This guy comes into town with one of the baddest L.A. studio bands you have ever seen, man. I mean, tremendous blues rock, funk, R&B, soul, soul blues, a multi-multi-award winner as soul blues uh, performer of the year. They, they were so great on the boardwalk. I would really look forward to having them on the beach in Summers Point and on the boardwalk again and this Saturday as the headliner of the Blues Fest here. Also, Tommy Castro just left us, and we should not fail to mention his great album, which is doing so well. A Blues Man Came to Town, produced by no less than our dear friend, another phenomenal, this time Nashville producer, Tom Hambridge, who tore it up on the beach, Buddy Guy's drummer, and he just produced, um, oh, he produces great albums, great records every day. And Tommy Castro did a tremendous show here, as he did on the beach in August in uh, uh, 2023. It still is this past August the 18th. Um, and also this afternoon, uh, a little further on today, we'll be talking about um, uh, the uh, upcoming season, about uh, Circle Wicker Store and what's happening there with respect to the great fall uh, festival season and the great um, uh, party season for football and for good times. Circle Liquor Store is the place to get ready to let the good times roll. The hospitality, the unbelievably extensive uh, selection. I mean, I talk to people, whatever they're into, if they're into bourbons, over 200 bourbons, if they're into craft beer, seasonal beer, pumpkin beers, uh, seltzers, the first thing they say is, man, I went to Circle, like you said, I couldn't believe how many they have. And not only do they have one of the most extensive selections, but they have that power with the distributors to get anything that someone wants very quickly. Uh, Circle can get things for their customers uh, with great alacrity and speed. And then just the expertise that Circle brings to the table is amazing. Uh, what they do, uh, you know, their recommendations for wine drinkers, if you go to the Newman Rack, and, and look at some great white uh, French Chardonnays and great Italian reds. And, and, and these are very, very uh, deeply discounted because Newman is an importer that brings them directly from the producer to Circle Liquor Store. And um, that makes a big, big difference. 
I also want to mention that people can uh, continue to check out <coughs> The Legend of Tony Mark, uh, which I am writing in real time here in Tucson. I just wrote about the Fall Guys, the great, great Louis Prima, Ray Stevens style house band at Tony March from 59 to 64. And my dear, beloved godfather, Willie from South Philly, and everything that went on. People will be very surprised when they see some of the things in that book. Uh, but there's over 130 entertainers listed on TonyMart.com. Send emails to TonyMartPresents at gmail.com. I want to hear from people. I want to do a lot of interviews. I want to put a lot of people in this that were a part of Tony March or whose family were a part of Tony March. If you have a mother and father, uncle, brother, who uh, talked a lot about their experiences at Tony March, you know, uh, you hear all these kinds of things about their lives in Tony March, and uh, we're putting that together with the help of God. It is an immense task, the legend of Tony March. So check it out on TonyMart.com. Also, um, you can send emails uh, to get merch, the posters, the T-shirts. Christmas is coming, as they say. Um, but back to the back to the music. Um, the um, the reason that, in our opinion, we win, we are so highly, highly uh, respected. I mean, yes, we produce world-class shows for free, but th what we produce and the people that we have, we're about to introduce Tony Bronigal from the Phantom Blues Band. You know, uh, he, Taj Mahal is a part of, of, you know, the Phantom Blues Band won the Grammys with Taj. Uh, they are his greatest band. He has many bands. The hula band, the African band, every kind of band, but there's none better. And Nancy will agree. She's right here with me. Nothing better than the great Phantom Blues Band. We're very excited to be with them on the cruise uh, and have the opportunity to introduce them to Little Mama, Heather Hardy, uh, from Tucson, New York, and soon to be more in South Jersey this coming summer. But so many, as I mentioned, Tommy Castro, one of the greatest blues rockers in the country. And, and we could just go on and on. You know, we have Gary U.S. Bonds. You know, we're hoping to have uh, um, some very high visibility people coming in this summer. We got some surprises uh, for everybody. And it's it's all about the music, and, and that's what we want to focus on now, this great, great music uh, and all the great bands that we're going to be with uh, on, on 30 different entertainers, uh, young, killer young acts like Victor Wainwright, who tore it up, and some that we're about to talk to now because we're about to talk to their producer and the producer of some of the greatest music in the history of rock and roll, blues rock specifically, uh, our good friend Tony Bronigal, 
Welcome to the show at Bon Voyage, Tony. We're about to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my sea legs already here at home, kind of practicing, you know. So that's, uh, I, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun to meet everyone down there at the pier and, and the, the, uh, the excitement of getting out there for a whole week together and, you know, seeing a lot of old friends and slapping hands and, uh, you know, about to have a good time. Listen to some great oh, yeah. music while, when we get out there. And we got a special treat for you this year. We got Heather Little Mama. And you're going to enjoy not only meeting her, but seeing her. She's going to be like this this gorgeous fish that gets dropped into this fishbowl. Trust me when I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how that goes. You know yeah, how that goes. Well. It used to be used to be a little crazier when we were younger, when they went into a mating frenzy as we pulled out of the dock. But uh, yeah. <laughs> it's still pretty interesting, right? It's still pretty interesting. Tony, well, there's... tell everybody a little bit about the tremendous career, the people that you have been with. Uh, and, and, you know, the, I, people like to hear about the major stars and the famous people. So why don't you treat us a little bit? Where shall I start, Carmen? <laughs> um, I moved to Los about- Angeles and uh, I moved to Los Angeles in 1979 after five years in London and after a few years in New York City, you know, on my way up. And I came out here to just get serious and, and professional in a music business and uh, because there is a music business here in this town. And now that's that's how I got my start, and, and very soon after that, I was on the road with Ricky Lee Jones. Uh, after she had uh, Chucky's in Love, the big hit, and um, and I did a couple of tours with her. Then I did a couple of tours with uh, Ed, no, I did a couple of tours with uh, Bette Midler, and at the same time, around town in the jazz clubs, I was working with Etta James somewhat, and that's when. Um, Wow. Rate found found me, and uh, she came to an Etta James gig, and I was doing a jazz club in, in Hollywood and and uh, on a Monday night, and I uh, said, oh, okay, he's the guy. So I got hired from that, and uh, that was in eight, 1984, and I did uh, went to like 90, 91, right after she had, she had all the big Grammy sweep and everything. So uh, that was right. a good p- part of my career. Bonnie's a wonderful artist as I don't think she has any enemies, you know, she's, uh, she's loved in so many ways as a human being with, with doing so many good, you know, advocacy situations for her. And, and, uh, and also her music is pure because, you know, a little white girl growing up in new England, just fell in love with this music a long time ago when she was a kid, similar to me, little, little white boy in Texas at the age of 12 or 13 falling in love with rhythm and blues. You know what I mean? So um, we both share some, she's a wonderful artist and I had a great time working with her on the road for eight years. And I played on some of her other records and a couple of famous tracks and, um, wonderful. We're still great friends, you know, um, uh, she's just finishing last night was her last, uh, show of her tour in Austin. And she has been working like a demon. So, um, God bless her. Great, great to hear. You know, I want to mention to people that Tony is from Houston, Texas. For those of you who know that part of the country, it's as much Southern as it is Texan. And they got some of the biggest crawfish in the world in Houston, Texas. Let me tell you that. Uh, How about the animals? 
How about Eric Burden? Well, you know, finally, uh, really in, 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 in sequence here of coming to Los Angeles, the first thing I did was uh, I was invited to uh, do some recording of some demos at someone's home studio, which barely, there weren't very many home studios back then. And this guy had a studio in his home, and we went did the demos, and my friend Louis Cabaza invited me to come and play on it. Got to be fast friends with Eric right away, and um, that led to a lot more stuff. I mean, I ended up going doing some touring with him, did, did a movie with him over in Berlin. Uh, then later on, um, then we, went, we were apart then for about 17 or 18 years, and he called me in like around 2002 or 2003, and we hooked up again, and I started producing him. And since then, I've done a bit of touring with him, but I produced three albums on him, and um, all to really high critical acclaim. And anybody that knows Eric Bird and the Animals and likes him would like any of these albums because they're all fantastic. And he's just a great, great, wonderful guy, a storyteller. If you're sitting in a room with him, you're going to hear a story. You know, it's wonderful. Your albums are over the last 10 years or so, maybe a little longer. Yeah, yeah. So a little, right. a little bit longer, starting in about 2000. I think the first one was about 2005 or something like that, and the last one was about 2015, 14, 14, 13, right. 14, right. yeah. yeah. Right. We, I right. spoke well, to him the other day. I'm, he's moved to he's moved to Athens, Greece, with his young Greek wife, and he's very happy right. in Athens, but he's a little bit. Uh, itchy again. So he told me the other day, he <laughs> kind of wants to come back and make some music. I said, well, you know where we are. Come on back. Right. So. Right. That's great. And, um, so you after know, that, I, um, after, so go ahead, go ahead, ask your question. I just want to just interject and say in, in the course of all this, um, are all these Grammys, Grammy nominations, so many blues music awards, you know, that, that Tony Bronigal has earned as well as the immense respect if there's anybody on that ship that has great respect, his name is Tony Bronigal. Everybody knows oh. and loves Tony. And Nancy and I, to us, he's family. And we're, right. I just love to hear what you're saying right now because, um, you know, we're so proud of you and so proud to be a part of it uh, and wow. everything that we're doing together. And I, uh, I just said to you, one of my goals in the coming years to do more with you and more with your artists and more with Phantom Blues. And um, so please continue, Tony. I love this narrative that you're laying out, please. Well, I, uh, and, and, and first of all, I have to say that I, I love you and Nancy as well. You're two of my closest friends in the world. And I, I, I knew that if I had, if I had for some reason I had to leave California, I know I could live in New Jersey. <laughs> right. That's and right. Family. <laughs> um, well, uh, to carry on from there, uh, in the early 90s, after leaving Bonnie, I kind of went uh, renegade for a while and worked around town with a bunch of different things. I was doing recording sessions and was with a band called Jack Mack and the Heart Attack for a while and, you know, a big soul band with horns and everything. And I remember and, them. I remember them. And then I started doing some recording work for... Uh, uh, for John Porter and the band that we had with Bonnie that had left Bonnie, the nucleus of it, we had called padlock back then. And we were working around town at the mint club and John Porter comes out and, and watches us play. I went, Oh my God, 
British guy uh, from Roxy Music and Eric Clapton and all sorts of other great credits, and says, I need these guys for my these records I'm making here in, in Los Angeles. And we, we kind of became his house band of sorts, and people like Buddy Guy and, and, and Otis Rush, and at the, time he, at the time he'd signed Keb Moe, and then he got involved with Taj Mahal, and we played on the most of us uh, in the Phantom, which which is now the Phantom Blues Band. I was going to say, in Evolution, Padlock became a, a different name. We played on Taj's Dancing the Blues, got a Grammy nomination. We played on Phantom Blues, it got a Grammy nomination. And right after that, the label said, Taj, you should go out on the road and support this with a band. And and he and so they asked us uh, the the nucleus of the studio band and and uh someone said uh well what's the name of your band taj and he goes uh phantom blues band so he he kind of named us on the spot after that record and we've been the phantom blues band ever since we carried on wow. we went started started touring with him and we carried on and did another record uh, with john porter called um uh senior blues that got a right. Grammy nomination as well and won a grammy and then uh, while we were on the road, Taj said, let's do a live record. And we did a live record in about 98. We recorded it at the Mint, which is the place that we were discovered by John Porter. And uh, we did a, three nights there. Uh, and I, I ended up being the producer by default because I just started taking care of the business. And that was kind of the beginning of my producing career because I, I realized, well, I know how to do all this. I've seen it done a thousand times. I just I'm going to be the guy that's going to turn on the light switch and direct things. Basically, is all you do. So, I did that record, and uh, it's called Shouting in Key. It's a live record. It came out and it won a Grammy in 2000. And so, right, my first Grant, my right. first Grammy as a producer. No, great, great record. Uh, uh, unbelievable version of Honky Tonk, which is a big song in the history of Tony Martz. We used to send all of our musicians that version of Honky Tonk and say, you hear that? That's the way Dwayne Eddie and Doggett did it, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. You know, that's, 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 that's the funny thing about that. The other funny thing about that song is that was my mother and father's favorite dancing song and uh when we when we would play in houston and taj got to meet my family which he did several times we would have barbecues at the family house when we were on the road stop off for a day when we would do a live performance in houston he would dedicate that song to my mother and dad every time you know they had really wow. they, they really they really enjoyed it and uh, that's just that's how big taj's heart is so there you go oh we know we know the big man is immense that line from Senior Blues, uh, tall and good looking, and he always knows just what to say, man. Uh, yeah. He's absolutely one of the greatest, and uh, I know how much he relies on you and, and everyone. Um, catch us up to date with some of these other, uh, these magnificent songs. Now you're the producer, and you're producing some of the greatest people alive right now. Uh, mm. uh well, ahead, I, I'm uh, just the the Coco Montoya record came out about a month and a half ago, I think, and and it just got incredible reviews right off. Uh, first of all, we spent close to a year on it. We were really, you know, we really worked hard on this being a very special out uh, the record for Coco because uh, you know you get on in your career and you 
You've got to rethink things. You've got to jack it up again. You've got to find a way to let everybody know who you really and truly are at your core. And uh, I'd, I'd made two records with, with Coco before, and they did well. And, uh, I, you know, we, we considered them a success. But for some reason or another, we really struck a chord on this one, and uh, so to speak. And at this time, Coco has said to me, I, hey, man, I'd... I'd like to bring my road band to do this because, you know, they sit in the van for thousands and thousands and thousands of miles and make these gigs with us. And they just don't have the pride of signing the CD or the album or whatever. You know what I mean? I said, I totally understand that because I've been in that situation before. So we, um, I said, well, bring the guys in. And I knew all these guys really well. So Jeff Paris's keyboard player became my co-producer. He's also a co-writer on so many of the songs. Coco co-wrote some songs with Dave Steen and a few other people. And we picked a couple of good covers and, and invited Bronnie Baker Brooks as a guest and uh, Leroy Parnell and just did it very, very organically. We basically built a studio in Jeff's garage so we could make the record. You know, not knowing what it was going to sound like, we pulled it off. The record went number one on Billboard. It's got incredible reviews on Downbeat in this past week. I got a personal note from the uh, record company president about it going number one on the Living Blues chart. So, you know, it's been really incredible. It's getting great press everywhere. Everybody's saying wonderful things about it. And so I'm very, very happy. We are. We are so proud of you, Tony, you know. But I love Coco Montoya. He's always been one of my favorites since I saw him with John Mayall that many yeah. years ago. And, yeah. um and it makes me feel so good. It would be so cool if we could put together a Coco and Phantom show for several oh, yeah. nights back at the shore, man. What a cool thing that would be. Uh, oh, I we would could love do that. to do that. Yeah, Coco and, I've been friends for a, Coco and I have been friends for a long, long time, and this is really special. I would probably just do anything to see him, you know, him smile and, yeah. and laugh and, you know, and, and we have right. such a great time working together. So, uh, and, and, well, and he's such a warm guy. Once you meet Coco, everybody falls in love with him. You know, you know, he's not, uh, he's not standoff so, at all. You know, there, there's nobody that could ever win an argument with me that, well, you know, he is one of the greatest, absolutely I, greatest guitar players in the world, but songwriter, beautiful, beautiful vocalist and, and, yeah. and, and everything, everything else. You got my attention with Leroy Parnell. What's it like to work with him? Well, I love Leroy. Leroy and I get on the phone and we don't really ha need to have much to talk about, but it's still going to be a very interesting conversation, you know, <laughs> somehow right. he's, uh, he's really slow. He talks real slow. He's from Texas. And so we've got that going at that in common and whatnot. <laughs> And our love for music and our honesty about it, we share a lot, and uh, and with a, with a great sense of humor and everything. So Leroy's really easy. He's wonderful. He's really easy to work with, and so is Ronnie Baker Brooks. I, I, he's another one of you know, like what a what a treat you know with you know coming from his his family. You know, his brother and his dad. His father was amazing. Lonnie was just like you know a mile. Oh my God! Our, you know, I loved so. him so much. To me, he yeah. was one of the greatest West Chicago guys of all Correct. time, Lonnie Brooks, man, you know. Exactly. Come on, man, oh, you know. But um, yeah. let's let's talk about the uh, – for those who don't know blues, and a lot of our audience 
at the Jersey Shore and our fans and friends. You know, this woman that we're about to mention, Danielle Nicole, um, think about Cheryl Crow. But, but think about it as a little bit more earthy, bluesy, uh, um, you know, not to say it more sexy because Cheryl Crow is pretty damn sexy. But that's what kind of great bass player and front person, lead vocalist, entertainer she is, Danielle Nicole. And, and yeah, I yeah. love your line, the, the line that Tony Braunigal said about her. I said, what was it like to work with her in the studio? And Tony said, she will do anything. And she does mm. it so well. Yeah. She, she, uh, it, it's, you know, you, I've been in the studio for years and years and years and years and always. And then once I started producing that, I wore a different hat. And when I first took her on as a member of the band with her two brothers trampled underfoot, they won the right. IBCs in 2010 and they were kind of guarded by their friends and family in, in, in Kansas city. But somehow I got in, I got accepted and had conversations. And next thing you know, I had them out here in California and made their first record and made their second record. And then they split up and I made, uh, uh, Nick's, uh, the brothers solo record. And I didn't get a chance to do her first, her first solo record. But then I get the second one I did, um, cry no more. We did out here in Los Angeles and, uh, just an unbelievable yeah. artist in the studio. When I put her in the studio with all of these great professionals, you know, playing on the tracks, they were all like, Oh my God, where did she come from? Because she's, in, she's an, in, she's an in the moment. She's an in the moment per performer. She knows oh, yeah. the song and plays oh, yeah. the bass and sings the song at the same time. And both of those are keepers on the recording. That's very unheard of, you know? Yeah. She, she, uh, she, and you know what I really love? love is that she started doing some classic rock covers. And, and she yeah. was doing, I hope she still is, I think we're going to see her in January. Uh, she's not on this yeah. cruise. Maybe on the January cruise, um, I Love You More Than You'll Ever Know, the Al Cooper oh. masterpiece from Blood, Sweat, oh, Tears. When you see this chick do this, you know you are in the presence of a great artist. Uh, oh, yeah. and, uh, and everything else she does. This album that Tony is talking about, uh, what, what's the name of the album, Tony? It's called uh, Make Love. No, no, no. Uh, wait, wait. It, wait. Oh, God. You, you're asking me a question. Uh, it's called <laughs> uh, Daniel um, Nicole. Uh, uh, I'd have to look at the titles. It's one of the titles. I, I've only been working on it for. Not, not Cry No More was the last one. Um, it's going to be, it's going to come out on, about. Oh, cry no more. That's, that's the, the one. one. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's the one. Cry no more. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's the one. That's the last one. That's not the new one. The new one is, uh, um, I'll think of it in a second. Well, um, when we get I'm, to that, we get to that, but I just want to tell our audience and our friends. Yeah. Oh, cry no cry more. No more. Cry, and cry it got, no it more. Got, it got a Grammy nomination. It won the as well. damn Grammy. It, it was uh, Grammy nominated, and it should have won the damn Grammy. Yeah, it's a masterpiece, yeah. and uh, yeah, she's Tony Bordigo is a master producer and great, great musician. We got to go, Tony. Five shows. We're going to see you in the next seven days. How lucky oh, are we? Oh wow! 
I can't wait. We'll 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 share a cocktail and we'll share a meal and we'll obviously share a lot of smiles and hugs and a few stories. Right. And you'll get to meet Heather. We love you. Oh yes, I, we love I can't you. Wait. We'll see you. Uh, see you on the ship, my friend. I love you too. Bye bye, honey. Man, that Take Nancy care. rarely says anything on the air, Tony, but she just Hi, tells you how much she loves you, man. I'll talk That's to my you later. Take care. All right, Thank you. Thank you so Bye-bye. much for doing this. What a great You're way welcome. to kick it off. Tony Bronicle, the Phantom Blues Band. Thank you. Thank you. So now we're going to really have some fun with uh, <laughs> two of the great ladies uh, in our lives, in Nancy's life with me, uh, Dawn Collins, who is a member of the Summers Point Beach Concert Committee and a long standing friend. Um, Dawn, uh, I'll never forget the day we were at dinner together on the Blues Cruise, and you were there with Kathy from San Antonio, and I said to you, oh, so it's nice to meet you. Where are you from? And you said, what did you say, New Gretna? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was, uh, that was pretty funny. Um, we lived 20 miles apart from one another, had never met, and here we are in the middle of the Caribbean at dinner together right. and realize all of this. So that's right, amazing. right, right. It is uh, really something. And, of course, uh, we've been great, become great friends, and you're here in Tucson, Arizona with us. Yes. Uh, and uh, actually, everybody taping here on this show is in Tucson because our special guest, the little mama herself, is uh, here in Tucson, about to have a, a big house party on Friday night and uh, and just entertaining everywhere. She just did this phenomenal show called More Violin, which really showed what an immense and diverse talent you are, the eclectic repertoire of that performance going to the Irish uh, reels and all the other things that you you did, Heather. Uh, just uh, you're so amazingly talented. This is Heather Hardy. Tell us some of those things you did on More Violin, which was, I think, almost sold out. There might have been three, te- three damn seats left in the joint, you know. That's what they said thing. we did. We did all but two seats, which I was excited about at the Gaslight Theater. But, yeah, we covered everything from, gosh, you know, we did some uh, uh, Joe Benuti stuff. We was one of the original jazz swing players, you know, played with Ellington all the way to uh, Jean-Luc Ponty, and, uh, who we all know is, in his own right, and uh, and of course Jerry Goodman from Mahavishnu, and you know there's so many. And then right. kind of my favorite of all of them is Clarence Gatemouth Brown because he's right. he's the beloved blues fiddle player. So I want to um, I want to jump in I want to jump in on that uh, because uh, Dawn, this is something you don't know, but. There's a strong indication that uh, <laughs> our buddy Joe Crown might get nominated for a Grammy for that album, you know, uh, that he did yeah. tribute. Uh, I, I don't know if you heard that or not, but uh, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, of course, he played for us 
over the Mardi Gras weekend in July. And he, of course, Heather, was Gatemouth Brown's keyboard player for a million years. How cool is that? And now he's Kenny Wayne Shepard's keyboard player. But over Mardi Gras weekend at a Jersey Gumbo, he was James Andrews' keyboard player. And that was an adventure, wasn't it, Don? Oh, quite an adventure. James is uh, <laughs> a very interesting guy. He's very colorful. Really. Oh, yeah. Oh, James yeah. Is, uh, James <laughs> is uh, Trombone Shorty's uh, <laughs> older brother and mentor. Uh, and then just like the Satchmo of the ghetto is one of his yeah. monikers. Orleans. But anyway, um, also you did It's a Beautiful Day, and you did all okay. these great violin things. Uh, um, you know, and, and even that song, Dust in the Wind, but, can't, you know, just I just can't. And most of you who are listening to this, have, if you've been to our gigs, get, Heather has played four or five gigs for us in, is that right, Heather? Is that about right or maybe more? Well, I think it's about four. I was thinking back on that, you know, I think, because I played for Gary U.S. Bond, played for the Thunderbirds and played for uh, Third World, but then, you know, all kinds with the Summer's Point all-stars and the, you know, the Eagles tribute. So it's it's a bunch of really fun shows. You even did a little country thing at the point, uh, uh, which may well be that. Yeah. Yes. So much. We love Heather so much. She is like, you know, the family, you know, the Tony Mart all-stars of course, but you know, the family stretches, beyond South Jersey to Johnny Sansone and people like Joe Crown and Tony Braunigal out in Studio City, California. And, um, you know, Heather Hardy is a poster child for the Tony Mart family. We love her so much. And uh, we're looking forward to having her a lot more uh, this summer. That's part of the reason we're doing this show Yes, we're excited about getting on the legendary Rhythm and Blues cruise, but we're also excited about uh, the fact that Heather, who is a Connecticut-born kind of East Coast New Yorker-type gal, uh, is uh, uh, ready to do more stuff at the Jersey Shore this summer, right, babe? You know it. I'm ex- all excited about it. It gets better every year, and you guys killed it this year. I was you know, I was there for a month, and it seemed like it just kept going on and on and on with these great shows you were putting out. So, yeah, I'm in mean, 100%. You had the privilege of, uh, of playing at the biggest concert of the summer on the boardwalk with Third World in, uh, back on July 12th, and uh, so you, you were fabulous, and we're going to do a lot more. But in the meantime... Uh, we have Dawn here to help us welcome. We had Tony Braunigal earlier. Tony Braunigal, the phenomenal producer you just heard, is going to be meeting Heather for the first time, along with the great Johnny Lee Shell, who we didn't talk about, who is a multi-multi-Grammy winning guitarist from the Phantom Blues Band. And they're both great, great California, original Texans, great California, L.A. 
area producers, and we're hoping that we're going to have them meet uh, Heather, and we're going to start a lovely, lovely creative business romance. Um, that's what we're, we're hoping for, right, right Heather? I'm in. I'm down. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. and I am so so excited about it. Uh, so, um, Heather, uh, first with. Uh, our friend Dawn here, uh, 10 people on this cruise. This is, I'll give you an idea of how excited we are, Heather. 10 of the uh, performers and entertainers on the cruise, which is about 30 some performers, groups, and, and individuals at the piano bar, et cetera, um, have played for us in South Jersey. So a third of the ship is known to That's many amazing. people out there. Wow. And uh, yeah. uh, Dawn, uh, what do you think? Besides Taj Mahal, we actually had Taj Mahal at a free show on the boardwalk and Phantom Blues Band. Uh, uh, what, are we, what are we thinking about? Sugar Ray killed it. Sugar Ray's going to uh, be here this week uh, for the Blues yeah. Festival. Uh, yeah. Are you, you going to be at that gig? I'm going to be, because they're, they're inducting the, you know, they're going to have all the Blues Hall of Famers get up, and I'll be playing with Bad News, just a couple songs. So uh, okay. so, so I'll be down at the festival for sure. Unfortunately, you know, I, I have a, yeah, I was going to say, I probably have to leave before Sugar Ray only because I have another gig. Oh, but I'll catch them uh, on the boat next week. Where, where's your other gig, oh. Heather? <laughs> oh, it's a private party. It's a oh, private oh, okay. event. Yeah. I see. Because you know me, I was ready to come and crash it, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> You'll be tired from the Sugar, night before. Sugar Ray killed it on the boardwalk, didn't he, Dawn? That was an amazing yeah. show. He, he was phenomenal. I, you know... He's an entertainer with so much energy that we haven't seen in a while. And um, I know on the cruise, he's just going to, that's the way he's going to be every night that he performs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's got so much energy and he's got this killer yeah. L.A. Uh, studio band. One of the, yeah. I was amazed at what a tight, hot funk band. I mean, he calls himself blues and he plays a lot of blues and he, but he was so blues singer of the year. And we have him on the radar screen for summer's point, uh, for, for 2024, for sure. I know the people in summer's point would love, uh, the, the great sugar Ray Rayford. Uh, what do you, what else are you looking forward to Don? Well, I mean, there's always Taj, of course. But, um, right. you know, Victor Wainwright and um, Ricky Estrin um, right. are probably the next ones that I'm really looking for. And Phantom, of course, when they play with Taj and then when they, you know, do their own thing. Um, right. And Nick exactly. Moss. I mean, Nick Moss always right. does a really great show. Right, with, with a uh, local Jersey guy. Right, that guy. Yeah, Brunley, uh, yeah, yeah, he's a... Uh, uh, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing his name. Uh, he's a Jersey guy, I think, uh, uh, and he'll be he'll be there with Nick Moss, and uh, so we're really looking forward to it. Victor Wainwright just tore it up 
few years ago on the beach, and uh, we've got some great uh, some great people that are going to be happening. Uh, and I want to tell you, uh, uh, Heather, I believe verify this, or you can verify it, Dawn. But the album that I want you to listen to to hear the incredible talents and the, the chemistry of Tony and, and the great uh, Phantom Blues Band with Danielle Nicole. I think it's called Cry No More. Uh, and I, I think it's... Is that, is that right, uh, uh, Dawn? I think that's what it is. Yeah, I'm Cry not... No I can't quite remember the name, but if you look up, you know, one of her later CDs, yeah. that would be the one. Yeah, I think it was... Uh, <laughs> Two two CDs ago, uh, yeah. people know people know Danielle Nicole from Trampled Underfoot. They got a Grammy nomination for that one, and then of course the latest CD, Heather. That is uh, just you know it's already gotten so it's like number one on the blues charts, number one on this chart and that chart, uh, just killing it. It's Coco Montoya's. Writing on the wall, uh, oh, which nice. was produced by Tony Brodigal. <laughs> okay, yeah. so, so they're killing it, man. Uh, and I know you have a little history with uh, with uh, Coco, right? Um, uh, you did something with Sam Taylor. For people who well, don't know, I didn't do any, we I didn't myself perform with him. We were on a festival together with Sam, but. But one of the songs I do with my band is called Nothing in the Street. And uh, mm. Coco, that was a Sam Taylor song. And he and Coco were old friends. I mean, they were really close uh, in L.A. when Sam lived there. And so Coco right. put it on one of his records. And uh, so, yeah, I always loved him for that because he, he, he was very him and uh and, uh, oh, why am I forgetting his name? John Mayall. Yeah, they were right. all big buddies. And John used to come when we were in Sedona. He had a house in Sedona. And him and Sam were close. So he would come and, and play keyboards with us, of all things. <laughs> it was funny. This is, uh, uh, this is all because of Sam Taylor. Uh, oh, good so Sam, yeah. You know, and for those, this is, you know, one of the reasons why Heather is so exceptionally great that, you know, we we just, you know, we have chosen her as an artist that we really want to work with because she came up with this great blues man, Sam Taylor, and learned all of this, plus the funk, not just the blues, the funk, but as we were just saying, Heather can play everything. I mean, from classical and and and, and uh, big band uh, all the way to you know the the most intense blues, funk, fusion, jazz. Uh, but that my favorite yeah, is but, the blues and funk. <laughs> if I had to go on an island, I would go and play in blues and funk. Though I'll tell you what, <laughs> that's, well, and um, that's because it's. That's, that's what's in your soul because of Sam Taylor. Yeah. We, we both know that. Uh, you know, <laughs> we only have about 30-some, 40 years here with Sam Taylor in the 
in Tucson, and uh, it's a real connection that that really kind of binds you with with Nancy and me, and it binds you with so many people who go back to the days of the great Sam Taylor, who people should definitely Google and find out about uh, another, like we were just talking about, Gatemouth Brown. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, and Tony Bronigal grew up there in Houston, Texas, uh, with that whole sound, too. But as far as getting on this ship, tell me what you're thinking, what your thoughts, what, what titillates you about all these things that are going to happen. Now, by the way, these two ladies are going to be roommates, which is a wonderful thing because it allowed us to get Heather over to the West Coast to get on this ship uh, today. Today, We're actually playing this tape today, the 28th of October, which is the day Bon Voyage. We're bluesing at sea. <laughs> That's it. Well, I know for me, I'm just, I'm thrilled to, uh, you know, you, you approach this kind of thing humbly. Like, I'm so touched that you guys are being supportive of me and wanting to connect me with people. And, and it's so damn cool that I'm, I'm not afraid to room with her for six days. (laughs) Like, I got a cool chick to go hang with. But I mean, if yeah. nothing else, I'm to be inspired and come home creatively turned on by all these artists. And uh, but you guys know me; I want to play every day, all day. And so I hope I get to do some good playing and get my ass kicked a little bit, you know, and get inspired. I'm excited. Oh yeah, that that will definitely definitely happen. And, you know, as we're looking at the uh, the list of the unbelievable musicians that are going to be on this ship with us. You know, first of all, how about the idea of Charlie Musselwhite and Elvin Bishop? Now, people know know Elvin from that big hit. For those of you, because we have a lot of rock and rollers in Jersey who don't know all the blues names, but they know I fooled around and fell in love because it was a mega hit. And Elvin Bishop is a blues guy and a rock guy and has played with his big band. But this time he's doing a hundred year history of the blues with Charlie Musselwhite. And that'll be populated by an incredible band. Just alone, Heather, that's like a seminar, huh? Exactly. That's exactly it. It's like getting to kick back and take that in is worth it all right there. And that's, that's yeah. like 45 minutes of a week's worth of music <laughs> or an hour, 90 minutes of a week's worth. Yeah, that's exciting. And I know you told me um, how excited, how much you love Ruthie Foster. She is amazing and uh, truly one of the great headliners in the blues world right now, both because of the critical acclaim of her incredible voice and vocal performance and her great band, which is just full of all-stars, Scotty Bones Miller, and um, also, of course, the bass player, who is the bass player in the Phantom Blues Band, Larry Fulcher. So that's one that we can really look forward to. I know you are. Very much so, yeah. I've been a fan of hers for years. For right. years. And, uh, 
And don't forget no, Los Lobos. Well, I was right. just going to say that, John. <laughs> yeah. yeah and you know, the, the thing about Los Lobos, and, and Dawn, I think, you know, you can attest to this. They're such great, cool guys. They don't act yeah. even a little bit like rock stars, even though they are. No, <laughs> and they've been together for, I think, like over 50 years now. They have been yeah. playing together. Right. I saw them. Right. They were here last year in Tucson. Right. And they were and I remember, ever. I remember when one of them was doing a cooking demonstration. We have cooking demonstrations on the ship, and he and his mother were making mole sauce. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I'd be right there for that. Uh, that's oh, yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It will have be you, an experience you? like you have never had on this cruise. <laughs> Uh, yeah. well, uh, um, how about cool. Victor Wainwright? Have you seen Victor Wainwright? I have Before not. Heather? No, right. I haven't. Okay. Well, this is one that I really am looking forward to introducing you to. People love him. Back in South Jersey, he killed it on the beach twice. This last time was incredible two years ago. But also, Southern Hospitality was very popular before, you know, they kind of went their own uh, their own ways. And, and uh, as I said to you, Pat, uh, uh, Dave Gross and Patrick Harrington, uh, the two guitar players in that band, I know you're going to um, wind up hooking up with those guys. And Kid Anderson, you know, from mm -hmm. the... Uh, you know, he's Ricky. got that day jam going on, right? Uh, some kind of greasy thing or something they call that. Uh, uh, that uh, Marty Kolb told me, our, our DJ here in, in Tucson, our blues, big blues DJ, he he was like, Heather, you got to check in with Kid Anderson. He's he's the one you want to talk to. He's a huge fan. So that's well, you, great. You, you will because we're very close with Ricky Estrin and the right. Nightcats and Kid Anderson who does that great uh, that great uh, surf music rock and roll concert within a concert when Rick Estrin and the Nightcats play for uh, us uh, in, in Jersey because they love that rock and roll in Jersey You'll also have you ever seen Carolyn Wonderland? I have not. I know her music, but I've never seen her live. Tremendous singer-songwriter. I always wanted to have her because Marsha Ball asked me to have her and to help her. And uh, we had her in a, a gig, and, and, and her agent messed it up. But I'm sure she's on the radar screen, and I'm sure we're going to enjoy seeing her. And we're going to enjoy seeing you jamming at the piano bar too uh i i think it's uh something i can just i can see heather late night at the piano bar with the reverend billy and of course mitch uh mitch, mitch wood uh who thank god got out of israel safely just very recently playing wow. gigs there. Uh, you can see that all over her can't you she'll be at the piano bar i'm done oh yeah 
piano bar when, goes to, well, whenever it ends. It could whatever, be two, whatever. three, five, six, whatever. And then back well, to my daughter to it's on the way to the showroom. It's on the way to the showroom. Anyway, we're done. We're over time already. Uh, we're having such a exciting time thinking about the great time we're going to have for the next seven days. And I want to thank Dawn Collins, and I want to thank our uh, our great little mama. Thank you so <laughs> much, Heather. We're looking forward to being with you and having you back in Jersey you, to play for the people in Atlantic City and Summers Point and maybe even Cape May. We'll have Michael uh, bring you down there. So uh, God bless and- you. Be safe. Dawn, well, we'll see you both around town in the next few days, right? Yes. You will. Come to the party, Dawn. All right, right, guys. Bye. Since we're smack up against the the time limit, you can join me in saying what we always say, which is, until we're together again, let the good times roll. And roll. The preceding program was paid for and presented by Tony Mark Presents.